Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome along to the show tonight. Uh, Look, Zach, we have been away for a week, and over the course of that time, uh, I have had quite a life-altering thing occur to me. What that, has happened, Dom? Well, look, if you, Where have you seen the light? If you've not tuned into this show before, welcome yeah. along. You've picked a great moment to join us yeah. because everything will be different within the next half hour. You often come back from breaks with a claim like this. You Do went, I? Yeah, remember when you went vegetarian for three days? <laughs> well, that's true. I did, was that after and, a break? And uh, you're going to start eating salads. That was a night and a half. Yeah. Oh, by the way, remember how I was having a Subway salad the other day? Yeah, and, and you, you said s- that was your new thing? Yeah, and you said, that, I'll, I'll give you three of them. Yeah, how many did you have? <laughs> three and out. Bada bing, bada boom! <laughs> I can pick them! You can pick them. No, look, what's happened here, Zach, uh, will fundamentally shake the very core of this show. Oh, no. Everything that you know about me and about this radio show is going to change before 10.30 tonight. Wow. I'm not hyping this up to underdeliver. This is actually enormous news. All right. And we'll get there shortly. Well, uh, before <laughs> that, though, coming yeah. up next, mm. we have what we feel like is rock-solid evidence <laughs> yep. about who the next Bachelor's going to be. <laughs> can, can I mention these? These two things aren't linked. <laughs> Oh, you're not the you're not the next bachelor. <laughs> I just realized it what we can like confirm that. right now yeah. is Dom is not the next bachelor, but no. we think we know who is, and we'll tell you in the next couple of minutes. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, we have rock solid news yeah. about who's going to be the next bachelor. Yeah. Uh, last week on Have You Been Paying Attention, mm. the Bondi vet, Dr. Chris Brown, yeah. was asked whether he had been considered. For the role. Would you do The Bachelor? Oh, God. No. Yes. Right. That's, a bit <laughs> that's, not, that's not start that. They must have asked you to do it. Uh, I did see that going around on social media last week. We've got developments. Reports out today in the last seven days. Yeah. Wheels are in motion. Oh, boy. Producers have been talking. Yep. This is an unnamed insider. Great. That, who I, has yeah. reported this. The unnamed insider has a lot of comments to I make. I always see. When I see unnamed <laughs> insider, I yeah. know that must be true. That's it. Because they couldn't give their name. Yeah. It is so true <laughs> that they wouldn't put their name to it. Well, I studied journalism at uni, Zach, and they taught us that. Did they? That's yeah. the highest level. Yep. Of um of information, it, is I it? I think the phrase was, if someone refuses to put their name to it, it's definitely true. So basically, it's confirmed that Bondi <laughs> vet Dr. Chris Brown is mm. the next Bachelor. We were thinking, though, yep. if they haven't locked it in yet, yeah. could we take some suggestions? If, if we're going to do people in the public eye, which yep. it has been starting to trend that way, hasn't it? With the mm. Honey Badger, now possibly Dr. Chris Brown, the Sophie Bondi Monk. vet, yep. Sophie Monk. Yeah, well, who I mean, should we be suggesting? I have seen uh, a, a lot of people saying with this Chris Brown news that if he was the Bachelor, they'd apply. Yeah, so maybe we need to give some more suggestions to Channel Ten, just as they're looking to cast here on thirteen ten sixty. Yeah, who would you apply for yep. if they were the Bachelor? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, that's what Channel 10 want. They want a lot of applications. They want the best contestants. So this is like a focus group for Channel I 10. I think here. everyone would have someone in their mind and they'd go like, yeah, I wouldn't go on The Bachelor. But then they'd go, oh, mm. if it was that person, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if they, if I was going to apply for The Bachelorette. Now, I know this is an unconventional choice. You have I, one done? I do. I mean, I, you're a single guy. I'm married, I so I won't be applying for the show. <laughs> yeah, right. I, when I said this in the song, you laughed at me. Oh, but <laughs> you're going to say that one? <laughs> yeah. What? You're following through on that? I would, I would absolutely apply for The Bachelorette if Oprah was The Bachelorette. <laughs> 
No. I love Oprah. Oprah is great. Isn't there, you're 25 years old. Yeah. Well, Isn't there a bit of an age difference there? Well, love is love. The heart wants what the heart wants. Oprah what more and I, would you like about Oprah? I, I reckon, I, I've told you this before, Oprah and I would get on really well. The problem with Oprah is on the show is everyone would get a rose. <laughs> You get a rose. You get a rose. It's like, no, Oprah, some people have to not get them. That's how the game works. <laughs> she just end up picking everyone. It'd be a nightmare. Well, look, I mean, 13, 10, 60, we want to open this up. Who would make you apply for The Bachelor? Who would be the celebrity who, if they said, hey, this is the new Bachelor or Bachelorette? Can I ask in? some questions about this? Yeah. Do, do they have to be Australian? Obviously not, if you say Oprah. No, no, we're happy to cast international. Here's a twist in it. Do yeah. they have to be real? <laughs> what do you mean? Could you say, like, Aladdin? If Aladdin's the new, ba- I mean, that'd yeah. be an interesting direction for Channel 10 to go. Like, could but... they be fictitious? Could they be characters? Yeah. Could it be someone from Twilight? Yeah, I suppose. Could it be Harry Potter? If Harry, I, look, I mean, I did recently reveal on the show that I, when I was a kid, had a crush on Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if they made Marge Simpson the Bachelorette. thirteen ten sixty. who would make you apply for The Bachelor? If they were The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you'd say, yeah, sign me up in an instant. We have Frog on thirteen ten sixty. Frog, who, who would your pick be? Uh, mine would be uh, Mary Jane Watson out of the comics of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Okay, well... So this isn't about one of the actors who have played Mary Jane. This is the character Mary Jane. Yes. What is it about Mary Jane? Uh, Just that red hair, you know, um, always uh, by Spider-Man or Peter Parker's side. He, You know, like, she's just awesome. Yeah, I guess Mary Jane's a loyal character. I I think there's a big deal made on The Bachelor over the first kisses. And I think there'd be an even bigger deal if they were all upside down. (laughs) And you know what? You could just picture them zooming out from that upside down kiss and Osh is standing there (laughs) holding the the card for the night. Uh, Katrina in Canberra on 131060. Katrina, who who would make you apply for The Bachelor? Uh, I definitely have to say John Cena. Okay, John Cena. Why, why, why would John Cena get you on board? Have you seen the body on the hunk? <laughs> yeah, he's a big rig. John Cena, the wrestler turned... What's he doing these days? Actor now? I think he's an actor. Is he still wrestling? Sure. I well, hope so. Well, he might, there might be some... <laughs> he might have some free time in the schedule well, to go on The Bachelor. Katrina, do you, think, do you think you'd be able to win John Cena's heart over? What would you do? Oh, I'm not sure. I'd have to show him some good moves, I think. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I don't think I didn't imagine John Cena getting in the wrestling ring. <laughs> I don't think that, that's maybe how he kicks people out of the show. <laughs> they don't do roses anymore. You get you get thrown out the ring. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, we were off last week, and uh, over the course of that week off, I had some pretty monumental news come my way. Really? Um, now this is going to change the course of this radio show. It's going to change the course of my life. I can't really overstate how big this is. Really? Yeah. You're going to go with that line? I actually am. And you think that we're not going to be disappointed when we hear what this news is? Certainly not. Okay. So wow. I had a, uh, this initially sounds quite serious. It's not serious in that way, but I did have a general checkup at the doctor. Yeah. Uh, and well, that doesn't sound serious. That sounds like a general checkup. It was a general checkup. And, uh, you know, I was just not feeling superb. And I said, what's going on? And the doctor, you know, ran a few tests, had a bit of a look, and he said, Words which have haunted me for the past week. He said, looks like you're lactose intolerant. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because you are the world's biggest milk fan. You love milk, strawberry milk, 
full cream milk. Cheese. Your own invention, fuller cream milk. Fuller cream milk. Which is adding cream <laughs> to already full cream milk. Yeah. Yeah. And Not that, to mention, as you said, the yeah. cheese that you digest every day. Cheese, cream, butter. It, it's all gone. Are you lactose intolerant? Yeah. Is it, what, what do you mean? So, uh, what, so, what, so take here's, where, here's where what's, things what's currently happened? stand. Here's what's where happened? things currently stand. Currently, I have been told to go on a three-week lactose-free trial. Oh, well. Now. I'm surprised you're here. <laughs> I thought you'd just call in sick for those three weeks. Are you feeling okay? Um, has, has this been a week without dairy? Tonight is a week. And it hasn't been a fun week. It's no, I can imagine. Fun. It's been you really eat, difficult. Don't, don't you have kind of half a block in afternoon? <laughs> half a block of cheese. Well, sometimes that. I mean, honestly, the milk has been the bigger kicker. That's the bigger thing. Um, ice cream. Friends went out for ice cream. Couldn't join them. Hmm. That hurt. That was a hard one. And also, you're already celiac. <laughs> I know. I'm already a gluten <laughs> you intolerant. You can't have gluten. And, and that now, was your other favorite thing, bakery treats. I, I, there are somewhere I pissed off the gods. <laughs> Anytime I fall in love with something, it gets taken from me so cruelly. So now, have they done a... So what do you have to do? You so go three weeks without it, and if you get better, they're like, I'm, yeah, that must have been it. Yeah, if I'm feeling better, dairy's off So there's life. no, like, blood test or anything? Oh, there's ways you can investigate that. I will be asking for them to make sure. I'm not... I'm yeah, not, I would yeah, be doing that. I'm not dropping dairy on a whim. Yeah. But that is basically what they've said. He said... Uh, my, my doctor told me that looking at the results um, of, like, something that I had done a while ago for my gluten uh, test... Yeah. It's quite almost certain I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. Now I have over the past few weeks had to become uh, past week had to become um, familiar with lactose free milk Zimmel. Yeah. How does that go? Back of the train wreck. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. What does it taste like? Um, it's a, it's a little bit sour, a little bit watery. It's yeah. not milk. It's just not milk. Have you had coconut milk before? I've tried the various milks. Not, you you know, don't like, like any of them? No, no. Like, it's awful. If you're not going to have the real deal, go home. That's what I've always said. Well, I have coconut milk. Yeah, I know. Once and, you get used to it, it's fine. No. Well, I'll never... Do you have it straight? No. No, this is what I mean. And I was drinking <laughs> I milk straight. Drink, uh, no, look, does anyone drink milk straight? Me. You? Me. <laughs> now, obviously, there's ramifications beyond this. The dairy industry, who's had a rough time lately. It, they've been having a hard time already. <laughs> now they hear Dom phase off milk, and they think, oh, kick us while we're down. <laughs> well, this is the worst news possible for them. That's half their sales gone. There's um, one particular dairy, Mulaney yeah. Dairies, which is your favorite milk, yeah. which is a small dairy in Queensland. Yeah. I think, in all honesty, yeah. they might see <laughs> they might see um, yeah. this affect their bottom line. Oh, this could be curtains for yeah. Mulaney Dairies. <laughs> we can't overstate that. I I drink a lot of Mulaney Dairies milk. Now, what's your favorite? What's your what's your favorite milk from them? My favorite milk. Ah, uh, it is Mulaney Gold. It's Mulaney the, Gold, the pasteurized only stuff. Yeah. Can I just say, there's there's been some moments that are okay. Like occasionally, I'll wake up in the morning and I I haven't remembered yet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The first few, first maybe thirty seconds of the day, and I haven't remembered nothing. And you, you go, you reach for the milk. <laughs> I reach for the milk. You see the zimmel. Yeah. Well, the other actually Saturday morning, woke up whistling, having a great time. I poured myself a glass of milk. Did you? And as the milk was that's sitting how, there, that's, that's how much of a habit it is <laughs> for him. It, that's he it. just goes to do it. It's a reflex. Yeah. And. It, as I went to drink the milk, I remembered and had to... I thought you'd remove yeah. all the milk out of the house. Well, no, no one else, everyone else in the house wants to keep drinking milk. Yeah, well, they that's not very nice of them, is it? No, it's, it's pretty not. cruel. It's very cruel. So, I don't know who I am without milk. Yeah. That's well, how it. are you feeling? That's the other question. How am I... Like, am Seven I... days in without milk. If you're, you mm. know, outside of the emotional yeah. drain that it's obviously had on you. Well, sp- spiritually, I'm feeling ruined. But physically? Um, I hate to say I'm feeling a bit better. Okay. 
Well, it sounds like that yeah. maybe milk's off for good. I don't really know what to do with this information. I don't know whether I need to have a bit of a memorial service for my life yeah. with dairy. Yeah, you should do Later that, in the firstly, week, yeah. if that's something we should that's look at. That's the first thing you should do. And yeah. secondly, do you remember a run-in you've had with that vegan yeah. at that smoothie store? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I hate to say it, yeah. they pretty much predicted this, didn't they? The vegans were right. Didn't they say <laughs> you were feeling sick for ages and they said it was the milk and you've been saying yeah. bad things about vegans on this show yeah. for the last two years since that happened. Yeah. And it turns out they were right. I think the vegans poisoned me. <laughs> that's the <side> <laughs> no, that's not it. No, the vegans no, that's, poisoned that's me. That's not and it. <laughs> it wasn't a curse that they put on you. They yeah. just accurately no. described what was happening in your body. No, so that's some vegan dark magic. I don't know <laughs> what the full story there is. Anyway, I, I, I didn't. I've been hold, sitting on this for the past week, Zach. Yeah. Um, the good news for you is the studio is going to be a more pleasant place to be. A lot clearer air, <laughs> unless you have gluten. Those are yeah. bad nights. <laughs> But yeah, so um, yeah, I don't really know where we go from here. I don't know what the I next step is. I think what we need to do, we need to have closure. For later this week, we will have a memorial service for dairy products yep. in your life. Yeah. Um, and I think until then, yeah, you just need to go through how many how many stages of grief are there? <laughs> Five stages of grief. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to take. What are you years. on at the moment? I'm still on stage one. I'll yeah. be on stage one for years. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so look, uh, apologies to the dairy industry of Australia. This wasn't my decision. This wasn't my preference. But Milk and I are going to have to say goodbye. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's pet name game. On 13 10 60, the game anyone with a pet can play. Yep. Give us a call. All you need to do is let us know the name of your pet. From yep. that information and that information alone, we can figure out what type of animal it is. Launch straight into this act. We have Tom in Harvey Bay. What is your pet's name, Tom? Archie. Mm, okay. Archie. Archie. I'm immediately thinking Archie from the comic Archie. Okay, I haven't read. And uh, Riverdale. Yeah. Okay, so what is... Uh, what, well, he's any redhead. Qualities? Yep. He's a redhead. And so that's maybe like a an animal with red hair? Like a yeah. horse? Horses aren't don't have red hair. Yeah, so. chestnut. Yes, they do. Do they? They can have chestnut brown. I don't think that's which is kind that. of red in a certain light. Well, I was thinking Archie sounds like a bird's name to me. But I mean, if you want to go horse, yeah. But what are you basing that on? I don't know. Sometimes Zach, a gut feel. Yeah, sometimes in games like this, in pressure moments, you just back your gut. But if you really want to go well, horse... Well, you've just told us that you're lactose intolerant. Yeah, yeah. You've recently found out. So I don't think we should be backing your guts at all. Because <laughs> they can't process gluten because you're a celiac and it can't process lactose. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Have you been listening to your gut all these years? <laughs> Maybe that's where your life's been going wrong. All right, we'll back you in. Tom, is Archie a horse? No, Archie's not a horse. What's Archie? Archie's a bird. Oh, oh. my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, well, after ridiculing your gut, Zach, can you apolo- it's come through with a win? <laughs> can you apologise to my gut? Because <laughs> well, was you have been that. off. You have been off lactose for a week. Yeah, it's working. So now. your gut's actually in prime condition. <laughs> it is. Uh, Tom, what sort of what sort of bird? Uh, rainbow lorikeet. Rainbow lorikeet. Is it yep. because of Archie the comic? Oh, no, it was just a random name we gave him. Just yeah. random. And that's, okay. what, that's what the gut feel is hey, picking Tom, up. Are you allowed to keep rainbow lorikeets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. Oh, he's not going to say no now, is he? Well, he might. I'm on we, the we, run. we only have his first name. <laughs> he's not... And a location, Tom in Harvey Bay. Well, just because I see those out in the wild. Yep. 
And sometimes you're not allowed to keep wild animals. Okay, well, but I don't... maybe there's a domesticated version. Get... I don't know. Or maybe Tom has a big aviary. That's probably what it is. Let's not get the police on Tom's back, and let's listen to my gut feel. Yeah, my time. apologies. Jeez. We have Shayla. Can't believe that pulled off. <laughs> in ten sixty, Shayla. What's your pet's name? Diesel. Diesel's a classic dog name. That's what I was I thinking. know a lot Bulldog? of dogs named Diesel. Diesel the dog? Yeah, uh, it's a dark dog usually, like a dark brown. Okay, And it's yep. usually often because of the colour. But what's your gut telling you? Well, your brain and my gut are in sync on this one. Yep. I reckon Diesel's a dog. Shayla, is that correct? No. Oh, what's Sha- uh, What it's Diesel? A cat. <laughs> Bucking the trend. Yeah. That's fine. You know what? Uh, my gut worked the first time, but my gut's not 100% success rate yet. Yeah. Still working on that. Um, You've had diesel cars before as well, and that's why I'm disappointed. Oh, yeah, because that's the same thing. I had a diesel car briefly. Yeah, well, that's more of a connection to diesel than I. <laughs> okay. I did also have a diesel cologne. That's a brand of cologne. Oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Not, be clear. The, not the scent <laughs> of, of diesel fuel. I've moved on to unleaded <laughs> cologne these well, days. I'm actually more environmentally friendly, so <laughs> yeah. I go E10. Yeah, right, okay. Yep. Uh, we have Xavier in Brisbane. Let's get let's get at least one here. What is your pet's name, Xavier? His name is Boson. 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 Yep. Yep. Kind of like if you mispronounce Bunsen burner. <laughs> no. Boson burner. <laughs> Nothing. You'd have to really mispronounce it. <laughs> I'm trying to find a connection point here. I have no idea. Um, Boson. Well, I was thinking like a bison. That's an animal, isn't it? Yeah, but again, that's not the same word. <laughs> no, it's one vowel different. Yeah, it's also yeah. A, a cattle that you'd find in North America, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, my gut on this occasion, yeah, Zach, tell is telling me that gut. Boson's a snake. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm happy to go uh, with it. Xavier, is Boson a snake? No, Boson's a guinea pig hamster. <laughs> Hang on, a guinea pig hamster? Yeah. What's that? A guinea pig. It's like an Australian hamster. We know what guinea I've pigs never are. Heard that. It's a, it's a, yeah, well, guinea pigs a, and hamsters are pretty similar, aren't they? So, are you, are you saying, well, it's I obviously think, a cross no, between the two no, dogs? No, I think what Xavier's is it, saying... Similar no, animals... Xavier didn't know if we knew we'd know what guinea pigs were, so Xavier said hamster as a reference point. No, I don't think so. Is that correct, Xavier? That's correct, Amundo. Oh, See? Right, okay. Back in my gut, Zach. My gut knows it can't get anything right on there, but it, it knows what Xavier's on about. Okay, well, we got anyway. zero from three. Yep, disappointing. Uh, and that was really my fault, because we should have yeah. backed Dom's gut. That's it. New rule on the show, whenever Dom's gut says something, we do it. It's collective. We're going to be drinking a lot of milk. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, today, the 1st of October, is yep. International Coffee Day. Massive day on the calendar. I what don't is- mean... Uh, International Roast Coffee Day. Yeah. That's very confusing. No, this is just generally International Coffee Day. You know, International Roast, the worst coffee in the world. Sorry, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I'm with you now, right? So this no, but this is, this is just coffee in general. Do you reckon maybe... International Coffee Day today. Did International Roast name their brand International Roast to get in on this? Possibly. One day of free marketing a year. Possibly. Pretty smart. That's not a bad idea. Um, I do have a sheet in front of me with facts <laughs> yeah. about coffee. And can I just also but say... But none of them are interesting enough to say <laughs> on the radio. So we <laughs> might just skip that bit. <laughs> Also, if international roasts support this station in any capacity, I love it. I don't know. <laughs> do you? It's my favourite coffee. I don't know if they still make it anymore. I, I haven't seen do. it for a while. I'm sure they do. It's down the back of everyone's cupboard somewhere. <laughs> it's a great But I coffee. think everyone bought it in 1992. Yeah. And they've had the same can since. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they are vague about which country it comes from. I well, suppose it's international. That's it's international. It's like, yeah, what country produced this? A little bit from <laughs> South America, a little bit from Africa. It's classy. 
That's what it is. Anyway, yeah, look, it is it is a big day for coffee lovers, and we want to know who won, yeah. basically. Who, who won International Coffee Day? Who was yeah. the most caffeinated person yeah. in the country? Now, you, people might not know this, but I mean, I think there's an unspoken rule that there's a bit of a competition running. Who can drink the most cups of coffee on International Coffee Day? Yeah, sure. Why not? That's sort of like, I imagine if they were to hold a, you know, a stage show at the end of the day, that would be, you know, what they'd be presenting on stage. Basically, on 131060, we mm. would like to know who in this country has yeah. had the most coffee today. Yeah. Who's... How many of you had done? Start us off. Two. You've had two. two. I've had two as well. Okay, so, so we're, I... it's currently a draw at two. Well, I hope it's not that because we're going to ha- have to get two medals made if both of us have done it. Well, surely someone can beat two. Well, you're th- Thirteen, ten, sixty. If you've had more than two coffees today, we'll see. I mean, because I, I basically, what do you think? What are you predicting the winner will? Oh, I don't think what any, amount. Surely no one's had more than five. Yeah, you think five is, f- a lot. five is a bit crazy? But I, what I'm thinking, Zach, you know how at Christmas time they'll give awards out for the person who decorated the most, who did the best Christmas lights, yeah, whatever wanna, it might be. You want to crown a winner yeah. of International Coffee Day? Who got most into the spirit of International Coffee Day in Australia? That's what you I'm probably doing. don't even know that you're doing it. No, it's probably just your, your average amount of coffees you have, there, and you're like, oh, I won International Coffee Day today. And ah, we, there you go. We will take applications from people who drink International Roast. Of course. <laughs> if you've had ten of them today, feel free to give us a call. <laughs> Thirty did six. How many coffees have you had today? We'll crown a winner. Up next. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, sincere apologies to International Roast for any comments aired in the last 10 minutes. Dom's become concerned yeah. during the song. <laughs> that we might have got a bit International hard. Roast, the coffee brand, <laughs> yes. may be a sponsor. I think and I said I hard. didn't like it. Yeah. Don't say it again. <laughs> It's I, fine. I'm allowed to say that I don't like it. And I'm product. allowed to say that it's my favourite coffee and the smart person's drink. Uh, today, <laughs> October 1st, is International Coffee Day, yep. and we're trying to crown a winner of International Coffee Day. Well, it yeah. is 11.30 at night, so mm. we're thinking this is a good time to ask, who is the most caffeinated in the country? That's Who's it. had the most coffee? Who got into the spirit? You know, it's like they give awards for the person who puts the most Christmas lights on their house at Christmas time. Who got most into the spirit of International Coffee Day? How many coffees did you have? We have Ilona in Melbourne. How many? You know, it's like they give awards for the Ilona. Yeah. How many did you have? I had four. Four? Right, Alona, a... you're sounding a little tired at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think like you maybe should have had five? Maybe, yes, I should have had five. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, well, look, you, you got 38 minutes, Alona. Maybe go make... Okay, make yourself I reckon we one. can do better than four. I That's a so. great entry to start with, Alona, but I think we can do better than four. <laughs> Kelly, in Rockhampton, how many do you have? Um, I've had four, but they were big, like, doubles. I'm, yeah, pretty fluffy. I so, like double shots. Okay. Are we counting that as eight, Dom? Oh, I mean, that's a tricky one. I, I'll count it as, I'll give her six. And Kelly, how are you feeling? You're pretty buzzed? Um, wide awake. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't, expect I didn't that. even know it was International Coffee Day. There you go. Uh, so you didn't even know for. that you're celebrating. Yeah. Kelly, what are your thoughts on International Roast? Um, well, my parents used to say it was like the sleepings off the floor of the coffee. Okay, bin. well, no, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, that's... <laughs> I was hoping for a compliment. I don't think they put that on the can. <laughs> uh, usually it's like harvested from a beautiful valley. <laughs> not swept up the offcuts of the better brains. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's words, not ours. I just want to make that very They're clear. The sausage of the coffee one. <laughs> we got Will in Brisbane. How many of you had today, Will? 
I've had nine, and I didn't even know it was an International Coffee Day either. Well, and I'm probably going to fit one more. You, oh, wow. You've had nine coffees today? Yeah. Is that yeah, normal for you? Normal, yeah. Yeah, that's a normal day for me. Do you ever sleep? Uh, I do, but I do have problems sleeping. I usually get like four hours sleep. What's, yeah. what's your order? Oh, what? I reckon I know why. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the doctor, that's not a mystery. <laughs> that appointment. Um, what do you? What's your usual order? How many? What are you having nine of? Well, I usually get those so large, in large cups. I have two spoons of coffee with uh, four sugars. Yeah, okay. The sugar as well, Will. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, those are a lot of stimulants in your body. Hey, can you just do quick maths? What's four by nine? Um, <laughs> 36. 36 teaspoons of sugar a day Will's having. That's impressive. That's a lot of sugar. Uh, got, Doug in Canberra. Yeah, Doug, can you top that? Uh, yeah, man. I can do, I do like average of it 11 a day. 11. Wow. That's insane. Well, how, how can you have so many, Doug? Do you work around coffee or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I work in a cafe. I start at like six in the morning, yeah, uh, and then I'll probably finish work at about nine thirty average. At night. At night, yeah, man. That's chefing, oh. dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine chefs around the country are hearing this and going, "Yeah, ten's pretty normal then." Yeah, that's probably well. You probably need that to get through. Yeah. And international roast, of course, coming to the rescue of chefs around the country. The chefs drink of, co- of choice. Are you trying to do some goodwill towards <laughs> yeah, international really, roast now? I just really, I don't think we should be in any position where we're ruling out international roast. Oh, hang on a second. This is exciting. I think we've found the winner of international no, coffee. No, this day, can't yeah? be true. Karina in Victoria. Hang on a second. How many have you had today? I'm on my 16th. 16th cup of coffee. What the hell are you doing, Karina? Why? Because I'm on the go all the time, so I just drink coffee after coffee. Are you a chef as well, by any chance? Yes, I am. All right, this is what it is, Dom. It's a chef. This thing. is what it is. All right, is 16 your daily record, or have you gone bigger than that, do you reckon? No, I've gone um, 25. 25? Well, you had 25 <laughs> coffees. Yeah. That's like one every 20 minutes of being awake. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you shouldn't be hitting a quarter of a century of coffees in a day. How did you feel after 25 cups of coffee in a day? Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, I will say, I reckon 25 might be a month for me. That's I've, a month of I've coffee. I've got a good idea, Dom, if you yep. want to get in the good books of international race. <laughs> yep. Will you mm. vow to do 25 cups? <laughs> Of international roast. In one sitting? In one day. No, in one, in one day. day. In one day. I'll do 25 cups of international You're roast in a day. You're doing 25 cups of international <laughs> roast in one day. Happy to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely happy to because it's my favourite type of coffee. <laughs> it's the most delicious right, well, one. we have to do that this well, week. we have to check it's still for sale. <laughs> we'll check I'll find it. Running. I'll just go to some sort of community group. <laughs> Some sort of bingo hall. Yeah, Look in their great. cupboard. It will be there for sure. Okay. And I will sometime later this week have 25 cups of international roast. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to love every one of them. Of course you are. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, NRL commentator Ray Warren watched Frozen with his grandchildren. It's... Uh... It's an emotional thing for me uh, these days to watch something like that. Um, I-, I tear up a bit these days. Also, Pauline Hanson was unhappy that there were no fights in the grand final. I couldn't believe it. I wasn't going to go, but it was boring. Most of you agree with me too, and they pull me up in the street and you tell me. And Donald Trump didn't like the West Coast Eagles mascot. Get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. 
Dom's fired. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so damn easy to get into the forum. So easy! It's going to cost you. Is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave that rating as your admission price. Ian, write whatever you want, and then you're in, Zach. Let's get some people through these turnstiles, Dom. Who do we have? Firstly, let's welcome in Sakura Blossom, 56. Popping by uh, from South Africa, which is a treat to to have them stopping by. Um, They say, hey, guys, been thinking of visiting the forum for a while, but after hearing Dom's Google History Stuart Little special, Mm. which was recently, I had a lot of questions about Stuart Little. Uh, Like how did Stuart Little get his car license? Yeah. (laughs) Which is in a movie about a talking mouse that wears clothes. Mm. That was your biggest question. That was was really the, you believed everything up to the bout where he was driving. (laughs) Talking mouse, fine. Wears clothes, fine. Gets adopted into a family, fine. Hang on, is that mouse driving a car? (laughs) Someone check his credentials. No, I'm just wondering, like, that is quite a big leap to make, to assume that the that this car is roadworthy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just don't think, I, I thought that was an oversight that the film producers had, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Okay, well, <laughs> fine. who would have thought Stuart Little would have scientific plot holes? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Secure Blossom has popped by to say, I had to run straight here to announce, now, we should mention, I did say... Uh, are they making a sequel to Stuart Little? I think it was one of my searches. I think, Dom, also, we just mm. should warn you, don't watch Toy Story. <laughs> or else no, you're going to have a lot no, of questions. Toy Story is different because they don't suggest that everything happens in the same universe, right? Whereas Stuart Little suggests it's in a normal family in a normal world. Okay. It's a bit different. Okay, sorry. My I mistake. This, I've done a PhD in this. Mm, my course. thesis. Uh, but they've said I had to run straight here to announce that there are, in fact, two oh, sequels to Stuart Little. Stuart Little 2, released in 2002, and the animated adventure, Stuart Little 3, released in 2004. Wow. Now, did you know this? I think I knew about Stuart Little 2. I have not heard of an animated one. I did. I had no idea they made a sequel in general, let alone two more. I mean, I've looked on Netflix. I couldn't find them there. They're okay. a bit hard to track down, but I'd love to, I'd love to watch Stuart Did you Little like Stuart Little? I think I did. Yeah, you don't uh, remember. Well, I remember when... You um, would have been scared of the cat. There was a scene where Stuart Little goes through the yeah. uh, Central Park and there's a gang of cats. Oh, you would have right. hated that. Yeah, that was a scary scene. <laughs> well, I remember having a conversation uh, in my first year of university with some people who were commenting on what their favourite Hugh Laurie role was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stuart's dad in Stuart Little. <laughs> Well, because some people loved him in House, some people loved the old sketch duo Fry and Laurie, yeah, but for me, <laughs> for me, it was the dad of Stuart Little, Mr. Little, um, as I, I imagine his Isn't name that was. the kid, the older brother, yeah. who would have been like seven, yeah. maybe, yeah. isn't he like, he's a classic, like, remember this kid? Is he? Look what he looks like now, because he was in heaps of movies around that time. Oh, see, I, I'll have a look. I've just got this. Oh, this blonde kid with glasses. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. Um, let's have a look. So he played the role of George Little. His name is Jonathan Lipnicki, and uh, he has not done anything much for a little while. Really. Well, oh, wasn't no, he also true. in? Um, was he also the kid in Jerry Maguire? Uh, let me have a look. He was. Uh, I don't see Jerry Maguire. Oh no, yes, he was too. There we go. Jerry Maguire, Doctor Doolittle. He did a voice in that little vampire. He was in Like Mike. Do you remember Like Mike? Didn't see it. You didn't see Like Mike. No. Great film. Basically, he wanted to be a basketballer. Um, but have the... you seen a recent picture? That's more my point. That, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. that usually one of those articles that's like, he's all grown up? 
He's not what I expected him to look like. He looks a little bit like Niall Give from One Direction. Come over here. I'm seeing a bit of Niall from One D in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So good good on you, Jonathan Lipnicki. Um, obviously. Well, he doesn't have to do any stuff, mate. You star in Stuart Little with <laughs> Jerry Maguire. It. You're probably. <laughs> That's it. You're probably okay. Who did the voice of Stuart? Was it someone famous? Yeah, I think so. It possibly. Um, it's not um, Michael J. Fox, is it? No, surely not. Was it? It was. Michael J. Fox did the voice of Stuart. I had no idea about that. There you go. Wow. Well, uh, I mean, that's just giving me newfound respect for that film. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. It's gone up another <laughs> echelon in Dom's books. Uh, next in the forum, we have Wetty Maori dropping by. Um, and this is concerning because their title is International Christmas Council Business. Uh. Uh, obviously, the International Christmas Council, for new listeners, is the body, Zach, that somehow would only ever contact you last year on the show. Yeah, they had my email and they would yep. send through messages of... <laughs> yep. Really threats towards Dom. Yeah. Not to talk about Christmas too much. Uh, Dom did talk about Christmas too much, and he had to sing Feliz Navidad I did. in a Christmas suit in front of the <laughs> radio station office. That video is probably online if you can track it down. Still up there. And we've we've reached a peace settlement this year about Christmas. It's yeah, important right. to clarify that. Well, Oweti Mary just says, uh, I, I don't know. I'm assuming this message has come from the Christmas Council through them. Mm, okay. Because they've just said, it has come to our attention that Christmas is fast approaching and with that, Mr. Faye's excitement levels have risen astronomically. It's true, they have. I've hung out in the Maya Christmas section numerous times already. Have you? Including That's yesterday. how you spent your break? That is, I spent, I, that's how I spent my birthday. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yesterday was my birthday. I went to the Maya Christmas section yep. um, with mum and dad. <laughs> it was a great afternoon. Anyway, but we must... Was follow- Santa there? <laughs> Santa wasn't there yet, but they did have a sign, Santa coming soon. So hold out for that one. Uh, but we must pull Did your parents <laughs> say, you can pick whatever bauble you want? <laughs> They did not. Did you get something? I didn't. No, I didn't really need, I don't need to buy anything. I just wanted to be around the vibe. Yeah. Okay. Just get in, just get in, you know, the landscape. Yeah. 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 I mean, you you know what's out there now. Oh, we we could merge our loves, you know, you love gardening. I love Christmas. Mm. Could you garden me a Christmas tree? Uh, well, how would that work? It's a little late to be planning a Christmas tree. (laughs) I think to get a six foot tree, that's going to take a little more than eight weeks. Just use some fertilizer. (laughs) That's how it works, isn't it? Surely. Uh, Anyway, they've just gone on to say, uh, we must politely ask that he refrains from talking about Christmas until at least November. Come November 1st, Mr. Faye has free reign to talk Christmas. We know we know he'll do the Christmas Council proud. Sincerely, the newly self-appointed chairman of the board of the ICC, Wayne Murray. Oh, well, congratulations look at that. on the recent appointment. We were unaware <laughs> of that. the. the <laughs> we missed that. We yeah. we haven't been to a few of the meetings lately. No, we haven't. We've, I mean, you've been so busy um, with your your local uh, meetings of the the community garden. Yep. Obviously, had so one we, yesterday. Actually, did, did you really? Yep. Half the attendance of the first one. <laughs> Popularity has dropped. Uh, actually, we're hearing from producer Michael that he has an Instagram message about Christmas trees. I'll just get him to come into the studio because, honestly, this is the space for Christmas chat. I can't take it outside of the forum at the moment. What have we got, Michael? What's this Instagram message? Dom's getting shown a picture on the phone at the moment. Here we go. Um, so it's a, the caption is, taken Saturday the 29th of September in Toowoomba. Too soon, question mark. And it looks like Lincraft, which I think, is that like a bedding store, Lincraft? Lincraft in Toowoomba uh, have put a Christmas tree up in their uh, up in their, their front window display. That seems too soon. You reckon that's too soon for the tree? 
That's from Tyler on Instagram as well. I don't know. I mean, I think at this time of year, once you... Maybe the 29th is a bit too soon. October's open season. No, you know my rule. <laughs> December. Well, then, but for stores. For stores, October's Halfway through good. November for stores. Okay. Well, I reckon a fair one could be November 1st once Halloween's done. Right. We can compromise Oh, is that big in life. your life, is it, too? Well, no. I'm just saying they decorate for Halloween. Right. So this is in the same vein as That's that. That's true, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, look, thank you for getting in touch. It's nice to hear from the ICC. And um, I'm allowed... Uh, was it two mentions in October of Christmas? You set the rules. I, I set don't the know. rules. You agreed to that. So, uh, all right. Now, lastly, Zach, in the forum, we have Maddie and Marty dropping by. Um, Nev just said, uh, Zach likes to talk about gardening, which I love, and I'm excited about the new farmer emoji, even if Dom isn't on board. Dom likes to talk about Christmas, which I also love. Hang on. This sounds like a message Is this a crossover <laughs> of what you just suggested, Dom? <laughs> yep. um, apparently, uh, Maddie Marty goes on to say, I love it all and wish for everything to remain on the show. Oh, there so, you go. Okay. <laughs> isn't that a beautiful Can't one? we find some common ground? <laughs> what we could do in the forum is I could plant some Christmas trees for the coming years. That's, that's not about... Can we have a Christmas tree forest in the forum? Yeah. Because we have a large I would like them land. to stay living, though. Well, okay. Can I do some type of potted Christmas tree? Because I don't want to cut it down each year. What about if you just... Well, how about what you do, Zach, is you grow a Christmas tree. We'll build a house around the tree mm. that can stay in the ground and I'll just decorate it I each year. I love the idea of a tree growing through a house, so yes. Yeah, okay, great. Brilliant. I have think... you seen pictures of stuff like that online? I haven't actually, no. Where like a tree will be growing through a house... Oh, wow. And they'll build it around it. It's really cool. That's pretty cool. Mm. Well, I mean, look. I um, mean, probably not great for the plumbing. <laughs> I'd imagine the roots would cause a bit of problems. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I think what we're suggesting here, Zach, is that you and I are moving. We're going to take up residency in the forum. Yeah, well, which... we, we've we been staying there a lot lately to get yeah. work done. Yeah, in the maintenance sheds. Yeah. And it's cramped and in there. It's cramped. It's dusty. Yeah. There's no insulation. And <laughs> no, it can get cold. It can get very cold. And get very hot. Yeah. <laughs> because we're not disclosing where the location is. <laughs> Sometimes in the same day, yeah. it can be freezing and boiling. So I think that's fair enough, Zach. We'll um we'll get an architect on board. We'll design a few houses. We should make a village here in the forum, and the people who people love it who've most, never listened before, yeah. we should point out we're in international waters at the moment. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that is what. Because otherwise, this would just be gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine someone listening to this for the first time oh, and no. they're going and yeah, they're yeah. going? What? Well, hang on, we're, we're in a special <laughs> land called the. <laughs> The Clayton no, Forum, and yeah. I get there by leaving a review on... on <laughs> it's like the Lion Witch in the wardrobe. <laughs> Instead I mean, of yeah. going through a wardrobe, you go through the podcast. That's a good way of explaining it. That's, that's a great you way of explaining it. You go through the podcast forum, yep. you leave a five-star review, mm. that's like going through the cupboard, into yep. the inter- uh, into the Clayton Down Forum, which is somewhere in international waters. Yeah, There's two big differences between the forum and Narnia. What's that? Less lions and more Turkish delight. That's, yeah. that's, that's my rule. <laughs> so, that's what you see when you come in. Yeah, that's, well, that's one of the many signs we have up now. <laughs> I do like the idea that someone's listening to this in their car and they've just picked a friend up who's hopped in the car eight yeah. minutes into this. It would be a difficult thing to follow, what but all the are welcome. What are these guys on about? All people are well. I mean, the Collective Noun Forum only makes sense to the truly initiated, yeah. doesn't it? And, Otherwise, um, you might want to skip this eight minutes. <laughs> Uh, look, if you do want to come into the Collective Noun Forum, we would love to have you drop by. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time, time, time. to receive Wisdom. 
It's like this is uh, the segment where I provide some of the life lessons I've picked up along the way in my 25 years, just so people don't have to make the same mistakes I've made or come across in my journey. And what a wise 25 years you've had. Well, you know what? Uh, I think if you want life advice, take it from the guy who's hit all the obstacles. Taking all the falls. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Don't go that way. Dead end. I can tell you what not to do. <laughs> That's what this segment should be. It's what I, it's me telling you what not Have to do. Have you ever been in like a maze? Yeah. And you cross someone walking the other way. <laughs> yeah. And they say, don't bother going <laughs> down there. <laughs> yeah. That's... You won't find the exit there. Yeah. That's what... That's essentially what Dom is doing on the radio yeah, right now. That's this segment. And uh, this is a bit of a topical wisdom, Zach, that I'm passing on this week. And that is uh, be grateful for any level of grand final entertainment you get. Because I know that over the weekend in the NRL and AFL grand finals, the Black Eyed Peas were the AFL's gang of youths, were the NRL's. I know there was, as there is every year, a little bit of kickback. Some people didn't like them. People were a bit upset that Will I Am was on his phone yeah, he was during his... the performance. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, it's called multitasking, guys. Yeah, I, 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 I can tweet it. and perform at the same time. <laughs> Lay off. Exactly. Well, what, what I can tell you is, and I won't make comment on those performances, but that it could be a hell of a lot worse. Why is that? So about 15 years ago, uh, my family, when I was what, what nine-ish years old, my family went away for, uh, on a farm stay for the weekend. Um, and it was a small town. I won't say where, because I don't want to give away the identity of this person in case they're listening. Yeah. But a small town, um, and we happened to be there for the grand final of the rugby league, like <laughs> rugby league competition. <laughs> okay, I love where this yeah. is going. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, we decided we'd head down. It was on a Friday night. We decided it was just near where the farm stay was. So we'd drive down and watch the grand final. Yeah, that's a nice local thing to do. Get in the community spirit, have a sausage sizzle, that whole thing. Anyway, there's there's probably about 300 people there. Big deal in the the local town. And just before (laughs) the the game kicks off. Now, I understand. I want to be very clear. They don't have the budget of the NRL. No, they're not getting the black eyed peas. They can't get the black eyed peas. But what happened (laughs) was... The uh, wife of the president of the football club (laughs) emerges from behind the sheds on the back of a ute. (laughs) I love anything on the back of a ute. (laughs) ute When they're using the back of a ute as a stage, (laughs) I'm there. So the ute drives down. The the players are lined up. This is their big pre-match entertainment. And everyone claps. Look, she's wearing quite a glittery dress, quite a beautiful dress. They walk out. Now, they have one small amplifier to amplify her voice. (laughs) And then they have, do you remember PlayStation SingStar? <laughs> oh no! So they've got sing star. So it's a karaoke up. machine, basically. Basically, that's what they've got here. They drive the Ute out into the middle of the field, and then everyone's silent. And then this song starts. Now, do you know this? No. This is the winner takes it all by ABBA. Right. So, <laughs> what an interesting choice. <laughs> well, I, I, I assume this was her favourite karaoke song. But we're standing there, as you can hear, very poor audio screaming out. That's that's Abba singing though in that this clip. Is Abba. Just, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, this, this isn't is, from her. No, this, this is, is the good one. <laughs> this is how it should be sung. Okay. What we were hearing was much more muffled. Was much more. You could barely make out what was going on. Yeah. And at one stage, it was quite clear that the Ute had forgot to put the handbrake on. <laughs> And the field had a bit of a slant. The ute starts slowly <laughs> sliding backwards. If that's not an indication that your performance is going well, when the stage is literally moving away from the audience. Well, and then you had to see, I think the local groundsman or whatever had to run back and get in the ute <laughs> to drive it off. Everyone sort of half clapped as she went off and she waved like the queen on the back yeah. of the ute. I mean, people have been critical of the Black Eyed Peas at yeah. the AFL Grand Final. At least the stage was... <laughs> Stayed in the same spot for the performance. This is Collective Noun with Zach.
Zach and Dom. Dom, you know I have the dream of becoming the emoji gardener. Yeah, the farmer um, emoji. The farmer emoji. Yeah. Um, I am on a path to become that emoji. Mm-hmm. Uh, a part of that path is I'm starting or helping start a community garden in my local area, Dom. And yep. we've had a few starting meetings and you've been on my back saying I shouldn't be doing this, that yeah. no one's interested in gardening. Well, that, why are you associating with this group? You're the youngest person there by 20 uh, years. No, no, no. Are oh, there's younger people there. Incorrect. Yesterday... We had our second meeting, yeah, and it was fifty percent people under thirty. Did Beryl bring her grandkids? <laughs> <laughs> There's no one named Beryl. <laughs> well, it was fifty percent. It was actually an interesting demographic. Okay. It was fifty percent under thirty, fifty percent over sixty. So. <laughs> There's a big gulf between 30 and 60. Yeah, right. Okay. But I'll tell you what happened yesterday, and I knew that I was in the right spot. Okay. I knew that I had found my people. Yeah. Our second community garden meeting yesterday went <laughs> sure. for one hour. Okay. 60 minutes. That's long. In that time, <laughs> yep. there were two unrelated, mm. not done by me, yeah. references to stories on Gardening Australia. Oh, no. <laughs> And you know I love okay. Gardening Australia, Dom. I've watched every episode on iView. Now, we need to be clear. There are a lot of people who don't know what Gardening Australia is. It's, well, it, 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 and you, you can pick what? it up through the name, can't you? <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not about flying. It's it, not about flying planes. It's about gardening, and it's from Australia. It's a show on the ABC that most people don't worry about until they're in a retirement home. Uh, but no, <laughs> that's true. No, 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 that is true. That is true. That is true. Do you, do you, okay, so there was two uh, conversations around stories from Gardening Australia, yeah. and I knew the stories they were talking <laughs> oh about immediately. They're like, oh yeah, a couple yeah. of years ago, there was something on Gardening Australia about using uh, coffee grounds <laughs> as compost, and I'm like, yeah, I know that story. <laughs> okay, a lot of people out there binge watch, I don't know, maybe House of Cards, maybe some people binge watch Stranger Things, Game of Thrones. You have actually turned Gardening Australia, you're the only person who ever binge watched Well, it. these are my Some people, Dom. I found my group. You, I found yeah. my flock. I can talk about Gardening Australia. Finally, there's someone who wants to well, talk about it with me. I, a, I have looked far and wide for anyone who right. has watched Gardening Australia as much as I have. And yeah. I finally, I found it in this community garden group. So here's my request then. Yeah. Now that you're chatting about it with them, can we stop hearing about it here on the show? <laughs> Is that okay? Oh, I'd still love to meet Costa, Millie, yeah. and Dino. Okay. Well, no one knows who those people are. <laughs> You're just going around yes, saying they knows. do. Everyone knows who they are. I've seen a cardboard cut out of Costa. I know yeah, Costa. you know who Costa is. I know who Costa is. Anyway, look, that is what we've got time for on the show tonight. If you do want to hear the full thing back, you can search for Collective Noun on iTunes or your preferred podcast app and get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye! That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.